Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number 302, the Matt Ryan episode. I'm joined by Darth Wager in this one, and it's our NCAA bracket special. We record the podcast while we were watching the selection show. We give our initial reactions. We got a little bit of delay uh, on the uh, picks when they pop up on the screen, but with our initial reactions to the bracket as it was released. And then we give you uh, our NBA picks and some opinions about what's going on in the NFL uh, in the last week or so. Remember, you can uh, contact me with any comments and questions at jeffreybelanger8 at gmail.com or hit me up at Twitter at Coach Belanger. Uh, Don't forget our affiliate, MyBookieAG. Use the promo code DARTH at checkout. You play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. You get a 50% sign-up bonus. Up to $1,000 when you uh, use that promo code DARTH at checkout. And uh, the website, jeffreybelanger.com. Don't forget, Darth Wager updates that with all our picks. NBA, college basketball, that's what's been on there lately. Baseball will be up soon uh, towards the end of this month. You know, first baseball games are right around the corner. And you get those picks for absolutely free. You can help support the show by clicking on those Amazon banner ads. It looks like my book, Squeeze Play. You click on that. And uh, buy yourself something nice on Amazon. And a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show. And speaking of squeeze play, don't forget I'm an author. The Ali Armini series, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play. You get those directly from the publisher, thewordverve.com. Or if you uh, like going on Amazon, if you're Amazon Prime or Kindle Select uh, user, you can download to your favorite electronic reading device for absolutely free. Let's get right to it. Podcast number 302, the Matty Ice episode. Darth Wager, podcast number 302, the Matty Ice episode. Matt Ryan, uh, Boston College Eagle, uh, married to a, a woman named Sarah Marshall. Not the Sarah Marshall, like forgetting Sarah Marshall, just some woman named Sarah Marshall. Um, Atlanta Falcon uh, had some bad luck in the Super Bowl, lost to the Patriots, which we don't really care about because we're Giants fans and... We don't get upset when the uh, when the Patriots won the Super Bowl because we beat them anyway. So, But this is March Madness time. The brackets are getting revealed as we speak, and we're giving our initial reaction, bang, 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 as the bracket comes out. And we got the East, Darth Wager. Duke and North Carolina Central or North Dakota State. Duke me. I, I think we're definitely taking Duke. I don't bother picking those first four games in, but North Carolina Central, uh, one of my former basketball players went there as a uh, pitcher um, and pitched for North Carolina Central and pitched against Duke, did very well against the ACC team and was on the news and stuff like that. So um, kind of cool. So I'll probably take uh, – I'm not picking that game, but I'll probably go North Dakota State because they, they all, always seem to have a good team. North Dakota State. Uh, second one, oh, one of my favorite teams, VCU. Virginia Commonwealth University against University of Central Florida. Taco Fall, the big guy. Uh, my initial reaction is VCU in that one. Uh, Atlantic 10 is underrated. American Conference overrated. Uh, Darts, what do you think in that one? I'm going to take the team that sounds like a sexually transmitted disease, VCU, <laughs> and not what you take when you get the STD, UCS sounds like an antibiotic. Uh, give me the sexually transmitted disease, VCU. It's always more fun to get a sexually transmitted disease. 
The process of yeah. getting it, not actually having it. Jesus. You know what I meant. Uh, before we get to the next game, I, I broke my teams down that I'm looking for to win the tournament in tiers. And I'm hoping the teams I like are not in the same bracket, at least initial bracket. Like my top tier, I have three teams. I have Virginia, North Carolina, Duke. My second tier, I got Wisconsin, Michigan, Kentucky, Gonzaga. My third tier, I have Texas Tech, Tennessee, Buffalo. And teams I think can shock people, I have Wolford, Mississippi State, Syracuse, and Kansas State. And I have teams I would definitely not bet on, and I think they'll get upset. I got Nevada and Virginia Tech. So I just want to keep those teams in mind when we go through the bracket here. Um, And it gets to my next game. Number five, Mississippi State against 12, Liberty. Mississippi State, one of those teams I like. Veteran team, very good shooting team from three. And I love Mississippi State. I don't think they get upset in this 5-12 game. Uh, Who do you like in that one, Darth? So far, I'm going chalk. Give me Mississippi State. Virginia Tech and St. Louis. Now, Virginia Tech has been without James Robinson. He might get back into the into the fold here in the NCAA tournament. Uh, St. Louis, an A-10 team, was picked to win the uh, Atlantic 10 Conference regular season. Had a terrible regular season, but uh, did very well in the tournament and got in. So, who are you liking that one, Darth? Uh, put the chalk away. I like St. Louis. I agree. I'm doing St. Louis in that one. Uh, I, I do like Blackshear from Virginia Tech, but I think the injuries might do them in. And I also think their coach has one foot out the door, and he's on his way to Texas A&M. And I think that I don't like that kind of distraction when you're when you're uh, trying to win tournament games. Uh, your your mind and thoughts might be somewhere else. I don't like that. So give me St. Louis in that one. Uh, the Maryland. The Maryland Terrapins will face the winner of Belmont and Temple. Belmont, pretty good team. Temple, American Conference team. What do you got uh, in this one? Your chalk away again. I'm going Temple. Wow. I'm going with Maryland. I think the Big Ten Conference is pretty good. Oh, Woofer just popped up on the screen. Um, And I'm going to go with the Big Ten Conference. I'm taking Maryland as the sixth. Over the 11 seed. LSU. Talk about coaches on the way out the door. Not because he's got another job, because he's going to lose it. Um, LSU against Yale. This is a 3 versus 14 battle. Uh, who you got in this one, Darth? I think LSU is too strong, even though Yale can put up some points. But watch out for Yale to pull the upset here. Yeah, I'm going to go with LSU as well. But look to Maryland maybe to advance to the Sweet 16 because LSU... Uh, it's kind of like a ghost ship with, with all the uh, allegations and crap going on with uh, the coaches uh, there. So, uh, yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, Louisville, this is a this is kind of a crappy game. Uh, I'm surprised they got that be- good a seed. Louisville's a seven. Minnesota's a ten. Uh, who do you like in that one? Minnesota had a good showing in in, in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, who do you like in that one, Darth Wager? Two teams that easily could have just been left out of the tournament, if you ask me. That's, that's uh, what I'll I was go thinking. With Louisville. Um, Louisville, who I said 
is one of those teams that will either win or get beat by a buzzer beater. I'm not taking them to win by a buzzer beater. I'm going to take Louisville in that one. Um, they do have a very good coach. Uh, so I'm not, not that little Patino is not a good coach. I think Ford's a better coach. I'm going to take Louisville. The two seed, Michigan State, who just won the Big Ten tournament. Great comeback. 10-0 run to end the game uh, is facing the 15 seed, Bradley. Michigan State, right? Michigan State. You're not going to take uh, like a like a, a Richmond spider over Syracuse, are you? No, no. All right, so that that gets us through the East portion of the bracket. We're chalk, other than what St. Louis, and you yeah, weren't chalk on, flyer, on but... you weren't chalk on Temple, and we weren't so sure about the Louisville Minnesota matchup. All right, let's go to the South. Virginia against Gardner Webb. Virginia will not lose to a 16 seed again. They shoot too well. Virginia all the way, right? Yep, Virginia. And by the way, that's the second ACC number one seed already. Ooh, very interesting. Old Miss. They get three. Old Miss in Oklahoma. That's an 8 9 game. Uh, Old Miss, not a bad team. Uh, I, you know, some people like them better than Mississippi State, but not me. Uh, what, what are your feelings on that one, Dan? That's a tough 8 9 game. Oklahoma, baby. Oklahoma. They're playing good down the stretch. Give me Oklahoma. All right. I'm, I'm probably going to go with the SEC team. Uh, again, when I have a question, I go with a stronger conference. And I thought the SEC was stronger this year than the Big 12. I'm taking Ole Miss. Uh, man, you got to be freaking kidding me. All right. I'm looking at the 5-12 and the 4-13 matchup. And in my tiers, I have Wisconsin as a – Second tier team. I have Kansas Kansas State as one of my teams that could surprise people, and they could face off in the second round. I got a little ahead of myself, but I hate oh man. Kansas State is playing University of California Irvine. I'm taking Kansas State in the four thirteen game. Uh, you like Kansas State already, don't you? Well, yeah, I'll say Kansas State, but we didn't pick the Wisconsin Oregon game. I know I'm gonna pick them next. Oh, okay. You like Kansas State? Kansas State in the 413, yeah. All right. Oregon. They get in. Pac-12 team gets in. Uh, Bull Bull, hurt all year. Dana Altman, good coach. Uh, I think the Nebraska coach might have saved his job, but there's rumors that Dana Altman might leave Oregon to go uh, back to the Nebraska area. Uh I love Wisconsin. I'm taking Wisconsin in this one. Um, I don't like the matchup, though. Oregon, well-coached. Um, uh, man, I, Wisconsin's like one of those teams I like to get into the Sweet 16 Final Eight, just the way they play, but this might be a year they get upset early. I'm going to have to really look at that one closer um, before uh, they play. I don't know when they play, Thursday or Friday. So I'm going to take Wisconsin. What do you like? Um. I agree with you. This could be a this could be an upset. I'm going to take Oregon preliminary, but you know, look look at the website. We'll post our brackets on there. Yeah. Six eleven game. Villanova a six seed against St. Mary's. Villanova has not played well all year. They did win the Big East tournament. I thought the Big East was kind of down this year, and. Um, 
Gonzaga gets the one seed. Um, and why? Why are you talking ahead? <laughs> speaking of speaking of St. Mary's, they upset Gonzaga in the conference tournament. I'm wondering: Nevada loses a conference tournament. Gonzaga loses a conference tournament. Do their conferences maybe tell the officials or kind of root for the team that's definitely going to make the the tournament anyway to lose? So they get a second team in because that's more money going to the conference when they get more more teams into the tournament. I kind of agree with you there. <laughs> like, there, there's a financial windfall if you get more than one team in there. If you're like the Mountain West or the big, you know, whatever freaking conference they are. Um, so I, I'm taking Villanova's over St. Mary's. That'll be a that'll be a game to look at the under in because two very slow paced teams. Who was the five foot five Gonzaga kid in the front? Is that John Stockton's son? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, do you like Villanova or St. Mary's, Darth Wager? Oh, Villanova. Sorry, ADD. Uh, Purdue, the three seed against Old Dominion. I, I do not like Purdue as a three seed. I think that they are way overrated. Absolutely. Um, I don't like Old Dominion. But I wouldn't be shocked if they get upset, and this is just paving the way for Villanova to get to Sweet 16 and Jay Wright. I agree with you there. I, I think Villanova, as a 60, looks pretty good in the Sweet 16, but I'm going to take um, – I'll take Purdue in the first round. Yeah. This is the type of game where if I'm in a – in one of the, like some pools I'm in, uh, if you pick a 14, 15, or 16 seed to win, you get 10 bonus points if it actually comes through. And if I think Purdue's going to lose that second-round game to Villanova anyway, that's the upset I pick. I would take Old Dominion if you're in a bracket that's like that. Uh, Cincinnati, a seven seed, just won the American Conference against number 10, Iowa. That's a tough one. Yeah, I think Iowa wins that. I, Cincinnati's like a snake-bit team. I, they're bound to come through and win – Win a couple times, they right? Houston pretty well today. Probably yeah, close. I think I might take Cincinnati, and then you got the two seed Tennessee versus fifteen seed Colgate. Tennessee, Matt Barnes, Snake Bit, always finds a way to like screw it up. Is this the year they come through? They're my third tier of teams. I think Tennessee is an easy route to get to the Great Eight. Yeah, I. I like Tennessee. I think they had. I think they had some big balls. Um, I, I like the way they play. Ah man, you know what? I think you might be right. That's kind of a a favorable a favorable path, right? You get you're the two seed. You get to go through Villanova, Purdue, or Cincinnati. I agree, Dan. That they kind of does that mean Tennessee is the highest rated two seed over Michigan State? I couldn't figure it out because wait till we get to the next bracket. Because Michigan State has Louisville, LSU, and Maryland in their bracket as top seeds. I, I think Virginia kind of got screwed. They got Ole Miss, Wisconsin, or Kansas State. That's much tougher, right? Yeah. He almost wanted to be the two seed in the, in the South bracket. All right, let's get to the Midwest. North Carolina, who the I might third take. Third AC 
SEC number one seed. The third one? That's the third number one seed for the ACC. Oh, yeah, you're right. There's three of them. Um, I, I, this is the team I think that might win it all this year. I like, I like, I like May. I like the freshman shooter. I wish they got some more defensive rebounds against Duke in that ACC tournament. Uh, Duke got way too many second-chance points. Um, they're playing Iona. I'm taking North Carolina in that one, of course. They're next. North Carolina, and then I'm taking uh, Washington in the next round. Utah State. I mean, I'm, take, I'm taking Washington versus Utah State. I'm taking Utah State. I, they have some size. I watched that game last night. Um, They'll ugly up the game. Washington's kind of sputtered down the stretch. I know they, they made a decent little run in the Pac-12 tournament, but I'm going to take Utah State in that one. It's not going to matter. North Carolina's going to beat them, beat whoever advances out of that one. But, you know, some some brackets, We uh, the one we used to be in, you got bonus points. If you picked every 8-9 game correctly, you would get bonus points um, on your bracket. So... Those, those, those eight, nine games can matter depending on what bracket you're in. All right, 5-12 matchup. Auburn versus New Mexico State. What do you got Auburn. there? Auburn. I, uh, I, I like the coach. I think they beat Kansas next round, too. How does Kansas get a four seed? I don't know. Uh, they're playing they're Northeastern. If Auburn doesn't win, it's a blue blood matchup. Uh, how does... How does Kansas get a four seed? Uh, I, I, some of these, they can't win on the road. They're in trouble. I wonder where that game's being played. It's a four seed. I bet it's right in their backyard. I guess you got to take Kansas, but Auburn, Auburn could uh, make a little run here. Uh, so, I don't know, we'll see. Uh, Iowa State. Versus Ohio State. Ohio State got in. Six and 11. Iowa, Iowa State, six. Ohio State, 11. Who are you liking that one, Darth? Iowa State. I think they beat Houston in the next round. Ooh. I know Nicky Guns. He had to, he had to work uh, a little bit longer today, so he couldn't do the podcast. Uh, he put a wager on Houston win it all at plus 3,300. Wow. Well, you know Houston got knocked out with like a, a miraculous shot uh, last year. Um, veteran team. They're play, facing Georgia State. They should get by that one. I think Houston advances to to the uh, Sweet 16. Oh, I think we'll agree to disagree. All right. Uh, seven seed. Oh, wow. Seven seed. Wolford, Wolford, who I like, played a really tough non-conference schedule, played teams tough, gets a bad matchup. I like that Seton Hall team. This is... Dude, I told you Seton Hall was playing well last week. I know. They got to the finals, almost beat Villanova. I think they win, and I think they give Kentucky some issues. But Kentucky goes on. Kentucky's facing Albaline Christian. Man, oh man. I'm taking Kentucky, but in that 7-10 game, I might take Wolford to get to the Sweet 16. That, that... You think Wolford's going to beat Kentucky? Yes. Wolford. Oh God, the ACC had three number one seeds, but only seven teams made the conference tournament. Big Ten got eight teams in. Yeah. Sorry. That's crazy. Uh, I'm 
I watched Wolford in the uh, beginning of the year face North Carolina. They played very well, held their own. They're not going to be intimidated by Kentucky. Uh, on to the West, Darth, as Kansas gets freaking uh, – they're in somebody's pocket in the NCAA because if they get out of this first and second round, the next round is played in Kansas City. I know it's, I know it's in Missouri, but it's right freaking next door. you got to be kidding me. This is horseshit. All right, the West <laughs> – <laughs> All right, the West, the one seed, Gonzaga. Uh, they're going to face uh, Fairly Dickinson uh, versus Prairie View winner. I think we can go with Gonzaga in that one, right? Yes, Gonzaga. Syracuse playing Baylor. This is Syracuse all the way. Syracuse. Uh, I, I'm taking Syracuse as well. Uh, Baylor has been banged up all year. They've actually done pretty well down the stretch considering they are like the mash uh, 4077 unit coming down the stretch here um, for everybody that's over 40 years old they know what mash 4077 means everybody else you can uh, YouTube uh, radar and clinger and all those guys <laughs> so <laughs> uh, so Syracuse versus Gonzaga would be a nice little matchup too by the way I will like that I think little Bayheim's going to do. I think little buddy Bayheim's going to do well. He can shoot. He can shoot it. Uh, he can, little buddy can shoot the ball. Five seed Marquette against the twelve seed Murray State. There's your upset. Um, Marquette is not fast enough on defense to defend Murray State. Um, They've been playing like absolute dog shit. As well. they, they are. They're not going to be able to keep Murray State in front of them. It, it's Murray State. That's your upset right there. Uh, Florida State Vermont. You said the game is in Hartford. I don't have the sites, unfortunately, in the bracket I'm looking at. Uh, yeah, I actually I have the list of all the teams that will be playing. Uh, Villanova's also in there versus St. Mary's, mm-hmm. and Purdue and Old Dominion are also in Hartford. So any of you local listeners, you don't get to watch anyone fucking play. <laughs> uh, uh, Florida State versus Vermont. That's an upset waiting to happen. I know Florida State just beat Virginia. They shot out of their ass in that game. And very high level of difficulty shots were going in consistently for Florida State in that game. Uh, they are not that great a shooting team. Vermont gets to play literally south of their backyard. Should be a good home crowd for Vermont, the 13 seed. That's an upset right there. Well, we all, we all know since the game's in Hartford, some shots will ring out. <laughs> oh man, this is a tough playing game. This is oh my gosh, Buffalo, the sixth seed, will play the winner of Arizona State and St. John's. I think Arizona State wins that game. Yeah, and then I think they get Buffalo run for the money, but Buffalo hangs up. Buffalo's good. That's a bad draw by Buffalo. Just a terrible draw for Buffalo. Well, not a good draw for the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> I, oh, man, you're telling me what's the other six seeds? Iowa so State. The other six seed is I would have loved, loved to see and um, Iowa State. Iowa Bunch State that wonder, uh, and Maryland. Tournaments of all six seeds. And Maryland's a, a six seed. So Maryland gets the winner of Belmont Temple 
and Buffalo gets the winner of Arizona and St. John's. Does that seem right? No. Bullshit. Call him bullshit on that, NCA. All right. Texas Tech versus Northern Kentucky. I think they're called the Norse. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what Northern Kentucky's nickname is. Um, I'm taking Texas Tech. I, I like Texas Tech's length on defense. I just hope they have enough rebounding uh, to uh, to survive. I, I, they, their work on the board scares me a little bit, but they do have some great length at the guard position. It's going to be very difficult to score on Texas Tech. Very well-coached team. I will take Texas Tech. Uh and, you know, Buffalo, Texas Texas Tech didn't get any favors either. They got to face Buffalo if Buffalo gets out of that matchup. And then t- Buffalo, Texas Tech, I'd like to see both those teams in the Sweet 16 and only one of them gets to go. Nevada's a seven seed playing Florida. People are going to love Nevada. I don't. They had some weird things go on this year, like fights, like with fans and punching, like, fire extinguishers. They didn't win their conference tournament. They were kind of down early in a lot of games and had to turn it on to win. It seems like they're, they're, whole, they're being held together by glue and duct tape and, and chicken wire. I'm going to take Florida in the upset on that one. Who do you got? I'm agreeing with you. I'm taking Florida. And then Michigan playing Montana. Montana, very slow-paced game. Michigan, slow-paced team, too. Uh, look for the under in that I'll one. I'll take the under. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take the under in that one. Uh, I'm taking Michigan. Michigan, well. Michigan, not not a, not too bad a road for Michigan to get to the Sweet 16. But once they get there, having to face Texas Tech or Buffalo or even Arizona State, that's a tough, that's a tough little matchup. So who do you like to win it all, Dan? And let's see what their path looks like. I like Duke to win it all. Looks like they'll have to beat VCU, uh, Virginia Tech, or Virginia Tech or St. Louis, and then they have Michigan State probably in the Grade Eight. And then once they would have to play uh, Virginia in the Final Four. All right. Is this, is this going to be like a 1985? Three Big East schools got into three ACC schools make it to the Final Four. Well, that's the way they think is going to happen. Do, is it no, the, I don't think I don't think Virginia makes it in. To be honest with you, see, I I like Virginia to win it all. I like North Carolina to win it all. It's like a toss up for me between those two teams. Virginia is going to get Old Miss, Oklahoma. I don't think that's too bad of a matchup. I got the easiest bracket. I think the Wisconsin Kansas State game is tough for them in the Sweet Sixteen, and then I think. I think their Sweet 16 games going to be tougher than their Final 8 game. They're going to face what? Tennessee, Purdue, or Villanova? I think that's an, yeah, e- that's an easier uh, grade 8 game. Look at the West bracket. The West bracket is weak. They want Texas Gonzaga. Tech might be the best team in that bracket. Yeah, because Michigan, Michigan was up and down all year, kind of. All right, what's North Carolina's path in? That's the other team I like a lot. North, North Carolina, Carolina probably you, playing Auburn. That's tough. Yep. And they Iowa State or Kentucky. Those are tough. Yep. North Carolina's got a tough road. Yeah. Agreed. I like. I like. The, I, I think Duke's Duke's got a nice little road to get in. Virginia's got a nice little road to get in. 
I think the West is going to be the wild, wild West. Who the hell knows what's going to come out of that bracket? Yeah. I think South is the toughest bracket. You got Virginia, Wisconsin, Kansas State, Villanova, who's playing really freaking well. And then you have Cincinnati, who just won their conference tournament, and Tennessee. That's that's a tough bracket. I think the West could be like, oh, shit, George Mason just made the Final Four. That's what the West is going to be like. Like, would you be shocked if I if I said, hey, Syracuse is in the Final Four? No, I wouldn't. Out of that bracket. At all. Buffalo. I would be shocked if Vermont made the Final Four. Buffalo. Would they shock you if yeah. they made the Final Four? I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be shocked anyone coming out of the West. I think this year is wide open. Even your best teams are like your best teams still have like eight losses on the season. Yeah, five losses on the season. Like no one's unbeatable. Yeah. Well, should be interesting. We got we got three days to do some paral- over uh, paralysis by over analysis on these games. We uh we have our little pick'em tournament going on, right? Oh yeah, in the inaugural pick'em tournament. And we have to pick what thirty total games or size? Thirty sides? total games. So I don't know what 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 you're gonna do. I, I'm deciding whether to come out of the bat, like come out guns a blazing and picking thirty in the first two days. And maybe sit back and watch and see what you need to do. Sit back and watch, or do I sit back and watch? And, and just watch through the whole first weekend. Ooh. There might see be there might be some good pickings in this first week, though. I know that's what that's what I'm worried about. Yeah. But that being said, let's go on to our NBA picks. All right, let's go. Well, let's let's talk about uh, let, let's do a little ad first. Okay, a little ad in NBA. Ah. Hello. Darth, let's pause for a moment for one of our. Affiliates, MyBookieAG. Go to MyBookieAG. You play, you win, you get paid. Use the promo code DARTH, D-A-R-T-H, at checkout, and you get a 50% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 when you do that. And give yourself a little free play money to, to wager on all those first-round NCAA tournament games, uh, which uh, you know we, we, just, we just talked about with you. So go to MyBookieAG. Use the promo code DARTH at checkout. DARTH, I got some NBA games. What's your what's your one NBA game for the week as you've been doing for the last let's see one two three four weeks in a row you've picked just one NBA game what do you got Oh I think I picked I think I picked two three weeks ago No four weeks ago February tenth to the sixteenth February tenth to the sixteenth you picked two and then the week before that the week of the super after the Super Bowl you picked two also I am going to pick tomorrow. Oklahoma City Thunder to cover the three and a half points over Miami. Over Miami. All right, so you got Oklahoma. I got to write this down. We got to keep track of stuff here. Oklahoma City Thunder. You have them over the Heat. Yes. Okay. So we're going against each other. Mine's just a small play on this one. Um. I have the uh, Heat Thunder. I have the Heat um, on the road. They are 15 and 7 as an away dog, 20 and 1 and 11 uh, overall against the road as a, um, against the spread. And they are 16 and 10 against the spread against the Western Conference. So they're, they're, uh, we're, we're going head to head. One of us will start out the week nicely. 
Yes. Let's hope. Because you are in the lead uh, with, with uh, picks overall. But NBA, you're three and five. I am. Okay, yeah, your winning percentage is better in NBA. No, my winning percentage is better. I'm 33 and 36. But, oh, yeah, you're way better than me. Yeah, I'm way better than you. But you, you, there's not a lot of, uh, not a lot of, uh, let's say, uh, sample, sample size. There's no, not a big sample size with your picks. I'll just put it that way. Correct. All right. All right, let's get to Tuesday. Tuesday, I have three games. 76ers are at the Hornets. Uh, the over has hit 64.5% of the time when the Hornets are dogs. And 71.4% of the time when the Hornets are home dogs. So I'm taking the over in the 76ers-Hornets game. Uh, Nets and Kings, uh, that game is in Sacramento. The Kings are pretty good against the spread as a favorite, which I think they will be a slight favorite at home against the Nets. Uh, they are 14-4 and four as a favorite. 8-3 and three as a home favorite. They are also 17-7-1 against the spread versus Eastern Conference. I haven't played a best bet in a while. That's going to be a best bet for me on Tuesday. And I got another best bet. What's that? I said, whoa, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, well, I've been cold, so there hasn't been too many best bets lately. I haven't been feeling confident, but I've, I've heated up a little bit. Now I'm, like, treading water at 500, but which is fine. Uh, Pacers at the Clippers. Clippers are 24-10 and 10 against the spread. That's a 70.6% percentage against the spread as a favorite. They are 14 and not, 16 and 7, I apologize. 16 and 7 as a home favorite, 14 and 9 against the Eastern Conference against the spread, while the Pacers are just 11 and 14 as a dog and 7 and 12 as an away dog. I'm taking the Clippers as a best bet against the Pacers. I think they're coming back to reality after the Oladipo injury. So. Uh, those are two best bets on Tuesday. I haven't had a best bet in a, a while. It, can you go over both of them just one more time for the listeners and myself? No, I can't. Okay. Uh, they can. You can hit that little thirty-second backwards button on the podcast, and you can listen to it again. All right. Well, sounds great. Uh, Thursday. I don't have any games on Wednesday for NBA. I'm actually taking a Thursday game in the NBA, even though I will not be watching any NBA. I'll be watching college basketball all day. And that's the Mavericks at the Kings. Again, I already talked about how the Kings do very well at home as a favorite. They will be a favorite. Uh, And so it's the same thing I just said with the Nets and Kings. Ditto. But this is not a best bet. This is just a regular play. I'm taking the Kings on Thursday, uh, the 21st. So that's, uh, that's what I got for NBA picks. Uh, Dan, you want to talk a little football to close out the pot- podcast? I sure do. All right. I have three things I took away from the last week of, uh, they call it legal tampering period and then the free agent signing period. I, I got three, three things I really looked at closely. One was the Kansas City model. I didn't know what the Kansas City model was until Dave Gettleman started talking about doing that. And I'm trying to figure out what exactly the Kansas City model is because they released Justin Houston from a terrible defense, and he's a pretty good uh, player. I know he's been banged up and hurt a lot. They release him. 
They traded D Ford for a second rounder, probably one of their best defensive players. They signed Tyron Matthew, great signing. He's a good player. He's been on the field. He's been able to stay healthy the last two year two years. I I don't know what they're doing. They hired Steve Spagnola of Giants fame and Rams infamy, uh, and actually Giants infamy if you count his second stint as defensive coordinator, uh, as a defensive as their defensive coordinator. Uh, I don't know what the Kansas City model is. Do you, do you understand the Kansas City model? I have no idea what the Kansas City model is. No, I don't either. Which makes me scary. It makes me a little scary because Dave Gettleman's talking about following the Kansas City model. And there's the trade for Odell, which, depending on if you listen to the Joker, you know, the Joker at the podcast said you should never trade Odell. And then he was kind of upset about the Odell trade, right? Yes. All right. So I think just the Odell trade just fans that just goes with the tide. I guess. Oh, they better not trade him, and then they trade. Or they, they better trade him, trade his ass, and they trade him like, no, nah, that's bullshit. I wasn't upset by it. That just, I just thought it signified it's now the Giants are in rebuild mode. Okay, and I, I compare. I, this is how I, I told my buddy Paul who's a Giants fan, has season tickets. Um, Odell's like having a Ferrari, but you spent so much for the Ferrari that you can't afford the insurance and can't afford gas and can't afford oil changes, so you can never take it out to drive it. That's what the Giants have with Odell Beckham because they have Eli Manning throwing the ball to him. Right? Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. You have a Ferrari sitting in the garage that you can't play with. You, you can look at it. It's nice. You know, Every once in a while it takes a leak on a goal post. Fights with the, fights with the the kicking net, but you know, it, it's it's nice to have, but you can't really do jack shit with it, right? So can't argue with your point. So they trade them, and they get a first round pick, a third round pick, and a safety, a safety on a a safety that was a first round pick. So they essentially got two first round picks and a third round pick for Odell Beckham. One fills a need because their secondary is a mess. They Decided not to re-sign Landon Collins. He was too expensive. I don't know what the Washington Redskins were thinking about. So they replaced Landon Collins probably with a better safety because if you're a Giants fan and you watch uh, Landon Collins take angles to get uh, to tackle people or try to cover anybody, you know you need a different safety. You'll find out, Washington Redskins fans. So you got Jabrell Peppers, first rounder. Now you're going to get two more picks. The Giants are... They need just talent overall. What I don't understand is they got Sterling Shepard, they got they got Ingram. Why'd they sign why did they sign Golden Tate the four years thirty seven million, Dan? I have no idea. It, 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 I, I, I wasn't sure what was going on. I'm like, well, why are they they already got wide receivers. They they had, they had enough already. And even when when Eli was in his heyday, they didn't exactly have like killer was receivers. Hakeem Nix was pretty good. Mario Manningham, uh, Steve Smith. You know, they, they won with their defense. And this draft is loaded with defensive players. So you, it makes me think they're going to keep Eli and load up on defense. I hope they trade up and grab some. Great defenders and don't take a shitty quarterback from this year's draft. 
Right, because this isn't a quarterback draft. This is a defensive draft. You've, if you want a quarterback, you should have got one last year in the quarterback draft, right? Correct. Now, can they steal Drew Rosen from Arizona with the third-round pick they got from Cleveland? Might be able to because that coach is in love with... Uh, Kyler Murray. Yeah. I kind of like Kyler Murray, too. His, I talked about it last podcast. I won't go into it again, but um, he's got very good stats under pressure and with the game tied or behind. Um, this is Everybody's loving what Cleveland did. I think Cleveland's in trouble, and this is why. You got Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, a lot of ego, a lot of people fighting for the ball. There's only one ball to go around, a lot of alpha dogs, and who do you have in there to control that locker room and keep them on task? Uh, Kitchens, a first-year head coach who was the running backs coach to start last year. Hey, hey. Kareem Hunt can keep them all in control. He'll just beat the shit out of them like he beats the shit out of everyone else. Yeah, you just got to wait till after the eighth game of the year for that to happen. <laughs> yeah. That, I, think that, I think that's a powder keg waiting to explode in Cleveland. And it won't happen until they have some adversity. And once they get some adversity, all hell's going to break loose in Cleveland. Well, it's better than diversity. It's an old, old wooden ship, Ron. What? Anchorman. Oh, Anchorman. is an old, old wooden ship. Oh, okay. You lost me on that one. Jesus. All right. Dan, we have a cousin. Cousin Ethan, big Raiders fan. I think Chucky might know what he's doing. What do you think? I think we said that last week. I I agree. I agree. I think he, he knows exactly what he's doing. He traded Khalil Mack and got two first-rounders. This is a defensive draft with a bunch of edge rush, ed rushers, and you're going to get at least one, maybe two, at a quarter of the cost? Then you would have to play Khalil Mack. You trade Amari Cooper for a first-rounder. You get Antonio Brown for a third and a fifth. I think they just were able to bring in more talent and... They didn't have to sign people to big contracts, and now they got cheaper players other than Antonio Brown's not cheap, but they have money they can spend. I, I think Chucky might be onto something. It looks like they're going to be in Oakland for two more years, by the way. That stadium's not going to be ready. That's what I've heard. Yeah. So, any, any thoughts from you on those are my three big thoughts from the NFL in the past week. You got any thoughts on the NFL, Darth? Yeah, they need to increase the salary caps and just allow people to spend whatever the hell they want. I tell you what, there's a ton of, although the NBA's got big salary cap money. It, you know what? The salary cap has never stopped the Washington Redskins from spending like a drunken sailor. They know how to spend around it. Yeah. Giants got a lot of dead money, though. All right, Darth. Anything else to add to the good of podcast number 302, the Matt Ryan episode? Well, I stand by my first-round picks, so I would take them. You stand by your first-round picks? All right. We got it. You better stick with those when we do the Bracket Madness. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) All right, Darth. We'll catch you later.